Welcome to the Retail Ready Podcast, hosted by Ben Wyatt, your destination for product development, food trends, and some serious knowledge bombs about the food industry. everybody, welcome back to the Retail Ready Podcast, and today you have just got me. Uh, I've just put my daughter to sleep, fed the dogs, and has poured myself a nice non-alcoholic gin and tonic. At the moment, I'm drinking the, the non-alcoholic gins from Brunswick Aces. I've uh, been promoting that recently on LinkedIn, and you would have heard the podcast um, last week with the co-founder, Stephen Lawrence. Uh, not being paid uh, to um, promote these guys' uh, products because uh, I'm not into that kind of stuff. But what I'm into is a great product. And this is an innovative niche market that is only going to grow. And I got the idea to do this uh episode because I wanted to chat about the trends that I see over the next few months and 2020 and just slightly beyond. Like no one has a magic ball, just like we heard uh, Tony Hunter, the food futurist. Um, you can always try and predict what's happening, but no one honestly knows. But what I like to do is put the pieces to the puzzles and try and work out what people will be eating in the next 12 to 18 to 24 months. And there's three trends, three trends that I want to kick off on. Last year, 2019, I did, well, I was fortunate to do a talk for Westpac and uh, appreciate the invite. And they asked me to talk about food trends. And I talked about how I find food trends and how I uh, put the, the pieces together. And at the, end of the t- at the end of the talk, I presented my three kind of big opportunities that brands should be targeting, well, should have already targeted, and what people will be buying into uh, this year. So I just wanted to touch a couple of moments on each one. And the first one is the non-alcoholic uh, space, mainly in the spirits and wine and beer section, um, which I just think is going to grow phenomenal. Like People always go, oh, why, why do you want a non-alcoholic option? Just drink water, drink sparkling water. It's kind of going, well, no, people still want to be sociable. But there's also events, there's certain religions, there's certain demographics who don't want alcohol um, as much. So it's not saying this non-alcoholic market will dictate and dominate and people will just move from having an alcoholic drink to a non-alcoholic drink. What this market is showing is more choice. So does someone want a drink or if they want to have a couple of alcoholic drinks but then switch over to non-alcoholic drinks during the night so that they can potentially drive home, it's that choice so they don't feel left out. And the non-alcoholic market space, especially for the younger generation, is is going to grow. There's there's an article that I read where not many people want to be seen being drunk because of Instagram, Facebook. Everyone has a camera, everyone can film it, and that evidence can stay uh, for you for a very long time. So there's a lot of circumstances where people just want to avoid um, being drunk or being in an alcoholic situation. And with the technology and just kind of the branding and marketing and awareness, these companies are doing great. So Brunswick Aces, Seedlip, and there's also some brands out there that 
uh, targeting this market, but also adding in kind of functional food. So we'll touch on this uh, in a bit, but they'll be adding in kind of nootropics, so smart drugs, as they're probably called, uh, legal uh, smart drugs, which will enhance performance. So why not um, go out, have a few drinks and actually um, make yourself healthier? So that's definitely a market that I'm keen to uh, look into and also enjoy. Um I like to keep fit and uh, by having a non-alcoholic gin and tonic um, will only assist with me making sure I have a better workout in the morning. So yeah, definitely something uh, that you guys should be trying, tasting, have a look at brands, have a look at what kind of uh, options are out there and uh, see if you enjoy uh, kind of what they're promoting. The second one is a sugar replacer. Not many people have heard of Arifritol. And it's a low-calorie sweetener. Um, you would have heard of stevia. Stevia has been around. There's a lot of pros and cons with stevia. The cons mainly coming from the taste that it delivers. And people have enjoyed it. People have used it. But there's a lot of people use it. But there's a lot of hate towards it. And there's not been that much that has kind of come in until now. And I definitely believe a Arifritol is the new Stevia. And you might have seen a Arifritol in products such as like Halo Top Ice Cream, um, Nexper, who are a huge brand in Australia that does uh, low, well, no sugar um, dr- sparkling drinks. It just tastes so good that it, it is actually, it fools your mind to actually think that there's no sugar in them. And... Arifritol, it's natural, and what's great is it doesn't cause any side effects and tastes exactly like sugar. There's been a lot of studies, yes, they've been done on animals, um, but there's studies being done now on kind of humans and kind of uh, the implications that it brings, and the science is showing that there is not that many side effects. There there might just be kind of a bit of bloating and a bit of uh, digestion uh, issues if taken in large quantities. Um, But Arifritol is basically a class of compounds called sugar alcohols. And many sugar alcohols have been used in the past, xylitol, sorbitol, malitol. And this is just another form um, that's been introduced into the market and brands have picked it up. And I definitely think a Arifritol will be taken off in kind of the baking spaces, but also just kind of people using it to reduce their sugar consumption. Like obesity is growing, um, it's not slowing down. And by adding in a Arifritol to drop some of the sugar will just help to drop the calories. Uh, so Arifritol is zero calories and it's around about 70% the sweetness of sugar. You're probably thinking, well, well, I want something that's one for one. And that is something that I personally have looked into. And we we have a solution. And the solution is you have to mix a Arifatol with another sweetener called monk fruit, which is a, a natural fruit, uh, mainly grown in China. And when you blend a Arifatol and monk fruit at the right ratio, you then get the one for one. And this, I believe, will just allow more people uh, to enjoy uh, the products without feeling, uh, I hate the word, guilty because it's not a sin to eat. Um, But people will be able to enjoy the food without knowing that they're consuming a load of calories. 
and yeah definitely see someone taking this uh, product into the majors and kind of mainstream because it definitely deserves to sit next to uh, stevia as well as sugar but as you know sugar is a declining market um, and we'll see how that goes but yeah a reefertol is definitely something that you should keep your eye out open and have a look for products that the products normally will say sugar free or no added sugar and you might see that a reefertol is on the back of uh, the label without you even knowing it so that is a bit more about a reefertol the third and final kind of trend or um, bracket that i want to touch on that you'll probably see more on is a word called nootropics and it's an interesting space nootropics i i definitely think people will want to want to dabble in this space because more and more people want to get the most out of their days everyone always claims to be busy and they've not got enough time which i believe is total bullshit because uh, netflix subscription rates are going through the roof so everyone's always got time for a new series on the show so yeah i always question that kind of i'm a biz i'm busy um i just think people have their priorities wrong but everyone wants to make sure that they're getting the best from what they can do. They want to wake up. Yes, they probably have only had four or five hours sleep, which is another topic we can talk into because they've been watching all these TV series or some people have uh, just had poor quality night's sleep. So nootropics, when taken correctly, um, could be a great market for people to have in the morning to then kind of feel revitalized and have a better performance uh, during the day and there's several kind of ingredients that uh, is is going around at the moment within the nootropics kind of space you'll see the same ingredients you'll see these same ingredients because there there's a lot of evidence while well, there's there's certain evidence around them and they're safe until more and more become aware and actually a bit more evidence comes into play and they're also legal there's some nootropics that you need a prescription for so there's definitely not going to be many supermarkets or health stores that will be um, wanting products on their shelf that actually um, is being recommended by doctors uh, via prescription uh, that causes that will try and treat conditions like ADHD and um, kind of brain issues so Definitely watch out for any crazy claims or any kind of backstreet brands uh, that are doing stuff on the market that just don't seem right. But nootropics, caffeine can be a ingredient that can be called a nootropic. Uh, we all know what caffeine does. We all know that it's it's fantastic when used correctly. And um, caffeine, again, has got a lot of evidence behind it and it does a job. L-thymine is another nootropic ingredient that people will be adding into the mix. L-thymine is an amino acid. Um, it's found typically in tea. And when you take L-thymine, it has a calming effect, but doesn't cause the drowsiness. So keep your eye out for that because you might see, kind of, you don't know, you might see teas, nootropic teas coming on the market that will have L-thymine uh, that's just a bit of a better enhancer than the, the usual chamomile, etc. Creatine. I did a post on LinkedIn last year about creatine. And so for many people who might not know what creatine is, creatine, again, is a amino acid. Um, but it's the most researched supplement on the market. 
the one after creatine is actually whey protein powder, which is can be found everywhere. The issue with creatine, not many people take it, um, even though it's got all this evidence to say a lot of positives. Uh, one positive is it gives you um, a little bit more energy. It's through the uh, a system in the body called the ATP system. And it just allows you to get that extra kilometer out when you're running or that extra couple of bicep curls when you're, when you're in the gym. And creatine, ideally you want to be taking around about five grams a day. Um, this, is, this is where the studies show it's safe and it actually has a, a purpose. And creatine just kind of helps the body um, kind of break down um, lactic acid a lot quicker as well. So hence why you can get a bit more performance out there. And creatine is a nootropic. So yeah, going back to the post on LinkedIn, I was literally going, there's not that much in the, the market which contains creatine. Uh, so this could be the chance for where creatine shines. And with the three mentioned caffeine, alphamine, creatine, they can be taken daily um, and it's not kind of like a, a, a super high and then a, a crazy crash. These, you, you won't notice much of a difference. Um, so that's where kind of I'm intrigued to see where nootropics go because I don't think people, unless it's kind of a, a placebo effect, um, we'll see how that goes. The next one, I don't even know how to say this, uh, Bacupa monomia, I don't know. It's a, it, it's classified as an ancient herb. Um, someone please let me know how, how I say that um, because I know I F that up. Um, but basically this one has been looked at and you can take three, 300 to 600 milligrams uh, for several months and it will be safe. Um, going off by one of the studies here, I've just loaded up my laptop and it's an active compound called bacocides, which protect your brain from uh, oxidative stress and improves signaling to your hippocampus, which is an area in the brain, uh, which helps process memories. So that's what Bacupa monomeri is. Please, someone let me Please tell me how you say that because I know I'll be doing a presentation and I'll be uh, be definitely getting that wrong. Um, there's plenty others. There's literally around about 14 different ones that are on the market. I won't go through them all, but then you've got ginseng. We've all seen that probably in teas. Um, Ginkgo bilbao is another one um, which has positive effects on the brain, which again... Um, whether you mix these all together or you have them separate, who knows what that looks like in the world of kind of nootropic NPD uh, creation. But I'm definitely keen to see what other brands do in this space. Then you kind of get your riskier ones, your, your dodgy ones that you probably won't be seeing uh, on the market as much. But nicotine um, is a nootropic. Uh, however, it's as you know, it's highly addictive and lethal in high doses. So probably one to avoid. Um, and then you've got other ones which are synthetic made nootropics. So definitely stay away from them ones. And then you've got ones that are a prescription drug. So um, fentafolin, uh, I think I've got that right as well. I don't know, but I'll give that a go. Is another one which is a prescription drug. And then there's stuff that kind of treats um, kind of very severe brain conditions which 
I'm just not going to touch on that space because no one's going to be playing in that. It's never going to get onto the shelf. And I just think um, if you're classifying as yourself as taking a nootropic for benefits, I just think you're a you're just wanting to take a little bit of a cheeky drug at the weekend and classify it as being healthy. So just be careful uh, what you do on that space. And that is the three trends that I wanted to talk on. So we had non-alcoholic spirits and we had erythritol and nootropic. So let's see where that space goes. And I'm looking forward to seeing, yeah, what brands do what and we'll go from there. So thank you very much for tuning in. That's just me uh, spilling our way uh, with some thoughts uh, that I had. And we'll be back next week with hopefully a fantastic guest. But please keep your questions coming in. And if you are listening, uh, then please get in touch if you want to be on the show or you know someone who wants to be on the show. And as always, if you can, leave a review on iTunes. Uh, It just helps us stay in the charts. We're currently in five uh, global charts at the moment. We just managed to get into Hong Kong and we're staying in Hong Kong. And we'll uh, see which other countries like this podcast. So have a great day, guys.